0: Hello, hello! Welcome to the Inglorious Pastures podcast, where we talk about news, spirituality, and all the things that grind our gears. Um, I am your, your host, Michael Basinger. With me are um, your co-hosts. We're going to do a little bit of a roll call. So, um, Brad, are you there? Present. <laughs> Matt are you there? I'm present. Uh, okay. <laughs> Michael so, are you there? I, I am
1: <laughs> present.
0: <laughs> um, so really what this podcast is about is just us kind of talking about kind of who we are and um, we were I don't
1: know we will we filter basically we, what we talked about earlier was filtering or filtering our you know, social media, filtering current events, filtering music, filtering books, filtering everything kind of through our worldview of how we've grown over the years and sort of how we see things and maybe trying to find some way to inspire people, I guess. For sure. <laughs> Something like that. And just to have fun. And just to have fun. Also. And totally to have fun. Yeah.
0: So just a like a brief synopsis, what would you say like who we are? We're going to get in, into that a little bit later, more in depth, but, like, we're three dudes who live in the Midwest who tried to start a church and had an uh, epic fail. I tried to
1: start two and failed at both of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Brad is... is I I'm, over- a, two. I'm a double failure. <laughs> double fail. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of a little bit about us. Like, um, Matt and Brad are brothers. Um and I am their one and only friend.
1: <laughs> um, way more true. Yeah, so. yeah definitely.
0: Um, we, I met Matt years ago working at a church. Um, and oh, I was the
1: youth minister and you were my right-hand guy. Yeah.
0: And Brad... I, I was the him. third wheel. I, I, I meant, yeah, he's a squeaky third wheel, <laughs> um, or I, I could be the squeaky third wheel. We'll
1: find out. <laughs> it's, um, it's you. It's definitely you. <laughs>
0: it's definitely me. All right, so we're gonna uh, before we get into anything super big, we're gonna talk about what we're drinking. So, Matt, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, the new Belgium Ranger IPA, which is quite delicious and very drinkable. Nice. Right. Uh, I'm having Oscar Blues Death by Coconut Irish Porter. It is a dessert beer. It's delicious. So, it's in a can too. I it is in to a can. You drink out of a can. Yeah, it's nice.
0: I am drinking. I don't even know how to say this. Warsteiner Dunkel, roasted barley malt drink. It's very delicious. It's German. I know very little about beer, so um, but well, this well one is a good one. Dark and smooth. Um, And it follows the German purity law. (laughs) We can all thank God for that. That's a thing. So as we go through each section, um, we're going to kind of give you a brief introduction to each one. Um, That won't happen on every episode. But um, this next section is called In the News Feed, and it's really just a time for us to present, um, each one of us to present some news article, a Facebook post, a quote, a new album, or book, or blog, or something that we want to discuss, and like, our pact to each other is not, not to discuss these things beforehand so that we you have the most raw um, uh, reactions from these uh, these news pieces uh, at first. So, um, with that, Brad, do you want to go first? Uh,
1: sure, yeah, that's fine. Hey, okay. uh, Did you guys hear about the monkey in Brazil that got drunk and terrorized patrons with a bar knife?
0: <laughs> no! Yes,
1: so... <laughs> And I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna say this wrong, uh, but he is a ca- capuchin monkey. Capuchin. Capuchin. Yeah. Okay, capuchin monkey. Um, there's actually video. Uh, geekology.com has the article <laughs> and video. A subsequent video of so this monkey goes into the bar in Brazil and he starts <laughs> it's like stealing. The, it's like the beginning of a joke. It's <laughs> is <laughs> of a terrible joke. So a monkey, a rabbi, and a priest walking right, the bar. right, right. So he goes in, and he starts stealing shots of cachaca, which is basically <laughs> a Brazilian sugarcane liquor. It's like the national spirit of Brazil, right? Alive. So he's stealing shots, and he gets hammered, and steals a knife out of the kitchen, like a knife, knife, <laughs> like here's like butcher knife. Oh my gosh, massive! Teach. So the video, and he starts running after Something bar you see patrons
0: on, on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So he starts running after bar patrons with it, and there's video of him. It almost looks, like, in the video, like he's sharpening the knife on the roof. (laughs) It's crazy. So, anyway, come to... I guess... I don't know what this monkey's deal is, but he... um, They eventually... They capture him. They capture him. This is the best part. They capture him, and they were able to take him to, like, a forest preserve, and then they had to recapture him because he was attacking children. (laughs) So... I'm assuming at that point the knife was not in the equation. But, um, yeah, that was – I thought that was just awesome. The, the and monkey's apparently got anger issues. Like, I know there's a lot of talk about everybody's spirit animals these days, but I think that's my spirit animal. <laughs> it's, it's is a drunk capuchin monkey in with, with a butcher knife. So uh, that's yeah, awesome. that's that's my contribution.
0: What's your spirit animal, Matt? Huh? What's your spirit animal?
1: I don't know. It would have to be something from, like, the, the simian family. <laughs> Freaking <I> Eeyore. <mean>, <laughs> It might be Eeyore, actually. Yeah, he's not a monkey, but he, yeah, it might be Eeyore. What, whatever the most depressed animal in the, in the animal kingdom is, that's my spirit animal. Probably Eeyore.
0: You guys, like, sometimes I think about, like, if I get really angry at something, I think about, like, monkey punching something. Where, like, you just, like, put your paws down, like, ah. <laughs> And do monkeys I, I, do that? Yeah, you never. I, I maybe it's from Planet of the Apes, and that's where I got it. But have you ever seen like? <laughs> okay, I
1: mean, okay hold on. <laughs> time out. I think we need to let Michael know that Planet of the Apes is not. Um, it's not a documentary. It's not a documentary. You
0: don't know that. You don't know that. I do have a Planet of the Apes head in in my house, so it's like a bobblehead. If, if anybody
1: support. out there listening knows Michael, that should be no surprise whatsoever. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, I would say my spirit animal is a centaur. Because half man, half horse. <laughs> it's so majestic.
1: It really is. <laughs> Cause when I think majestic, I think Michael. Yeah. You could go with the griffin, then you'd have wings.
0: No, nah, I like the centaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, Okay. What you got?
1: So I don't have anything <coughs> Anything nearly that lighthearted and awesome. Uh, mine's more of like a... Typical Matt. Like a, <laughs> once again, if you know Matt, if you're listening <laughs> and you know Matt, not a surprise. So like on Facebook you know like I always see people posting like like these these memes that are so, like when you read them they sort of appear like they're like these grandiose wisdom statements yeah but when you really like read into them they're complete horse crap like if you think about the implications of them so I've got, I, I pulled off like four examples off the internet and I didn't get them off anybody's like specific like I didn't go searching for like some person and like oh I know they've posted this before um sure you did like one of them says your piece is more important than driving yourself crazy trying to understand why something happened the way it did let it go now on the surface that sounds great now the problem is there are times where that may be true but it, generally the people that post those are people who have like wreaked havoc in somebody, somebody else's life and so the, like that statement is an entirely self-involved self-centered statement
0: so, what you're saying is the movie Frozen was wrong and we should not let it go.
1: I've never seen Frozen. No, I've never seen Frozen. Uh, and I don't care if you let uh, it go or not. Oh, that's but so good. An excellent time. No, title. it is an not. An excellent time. You think it's good? That's <laughs> fantastic. <It was princess. laughs> oh, uh, I mean, it's not that your piece isn't important, but to, to just disregard something that happened, like, I feel like it's kind of irresponsible because, like, there's things that happen in your life that you can actually learn from. And just sort of disregard what you did to somebody else or what somebody else... Like, to disregard that seems irresponsible. Another one was, um, one day someone's going to hug you so tight that all your broken pieces will stick back together. It may be. I mean... <laughs> that looks <it's> good <laughs> on <the> a <laughs> t-shirt. It looks really <laughs> good <laughs> on a t-shirt no, and wait, on a meme. Wait. So, say that again. One day... One I'll... day someone's going to hug you so tight that all your broken pieces will stick back together. Well, that's... That's not even possible. That's psychological... <laughs> it's psychological... It's <laughs> no, not even real. Like, <laughs> it's psychological horse crap because... I mean it doesn't it's not that somebody doesn't make your life better but it doesn't mean like if you face like some really awful crap in your life like someone hugging you and someone loving you doesn't necessarily fix all that right. i'm not sure a child soldier in the uganda like is gonna no, have it, his yeah. life put back together by a hug i mean it's not like you said it's not that a hug is a bad thing and it's, it's not that entering into somebody's life is a bad thing
0: it also discredits anyone's real struggle right 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 yeah
1: it kind of trivializes yeah, yeah. And I think that's the big problem with all these is that it's all just trivial stuff. Like it sounds like really good when on the like when you really dig down deep, it's basically cheap Dr. Phil. And oh sure, oh, and that's sure. saying yeah. something. I mean, because mm-hmm. he's pretty cheap too. But like, it, it, you know another one. God has placed you where you're at in this very moment for a reason. Remember that and trust He is working everything. Well, that's fine if you live in the Midwest in middle class America. Again, if you're a child soldier in Uganda, that theory kind of starts to fall apart, doesn't it? I mean, well, what does that, I mean, you know, let's say you're a woman that's been raped recently. like Sure. So God did that? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, so it, he's put you in that position, just, you know, he'll work it out. Like. Yeah, it opens up some really nasty questions mm-hmm. for people who haven't had the benefit of growing up with two parents in a, you know, white suburban middle class upbringing. You know, I mean, I've spent my entire life in the church, so I can say, oh, God's placed me where I'm at you know i can say that because nothing bad's really ever happened to me i mean i've had yeah. some struggles and been through some depression you know there's things have happened but you know, i'm not a woman who's been raped i'm not a child sex slave i'm not, you're you not know, homeless i'm not homeless yeah. i mean and again god can use these horrible circumstances but I, to say that god has placed you where you're at i, I don't i can't really necessarily keep i will i think we'll we'll probably cover this at some point in a future podcast but always said that like if theology doesn't work in like sub-saharan africa or haiti or (laughs) then it doesn't work yeah and i'm not sure the american church really understands that so we kind of have our own theology based around our middle to upper class mostly white life Mm -hmm. and we kind of just don't we don't ever see how our stuff would how does that fly in i mean i've been to haiti and that stuff doesn't fly in Haiti. I mean, it just doesn't. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, we'll probably cover that at some point. But oh, I'm sure we will, for sure. That's just something that's kind of been, it just, gall- like, I just see people post stuff all the time with that. And again, it's people I know, their life circumstances, and when they post stuff like that, it comes off as pretty disingenuous just because I know that they have hurt people before, like, wronged them pretty terribly. Yeah. And they're sort of making light of that, like, God has put me in this place for a reason. It's like, well, no, yeah. put you, your, put, you put <laughs> yourself in that place for a reason because you made some really poor life choices. So, um, I, don't know, I just I didn't want to bring the whole whole podcast down after the monkey to trying to stab people. But, yeah, we should have uh, had mine go last.
0: Monkey stabbing. Yeah, drunk monkey stabbing. Yeah, monkey yeah. Stabbing is yeah. Pretty awesome.
1: So <laughs> that's that's my rant.
0: Okay, um, so mine is. Uh, do you guys know what a mocha pot is? Hmm.
1: Like it. It's, it's not like the neti pot thing that you flush your nose out with, right? It is not the neti Those pot. Those are okay. awful. Just so, disgusting. So uh,
0: mocha pot is – so little side note. So all three of us, even though we were once involved in a church, are now working, strangely enough, in the coffee industry. Right. So the um, the mocha pot is – it's a way to, to brew coffee. It's an Italian, like, coffee maker. Um so it's this big metal thing i'm sure you've seen it like tj maxx target other places it's like a metal looking thing it's oh, weird. right. Yeah, yeah yeah um so this guy um his dad made this this mocha pot um and the guy who kind of made it famous was the sun so the sun makes the, the the mocha pot famous um it becomes like a world-renowned italian like legacy of coffee um his name is uh, i'm gonna totally butcher this but renato bialetti I, <laughs> that's yeah. yeah we'll try that sure yeah, yeah, right. we'll go for it um anyway so he died I love at age... that
1: with garlic bread
0: yes i yeah. will have the renato bialetti <laughs> yes
1: please <laughs> with a side of garlic bread please do
0: you have any Do you have it in alfredo sauce <laughs> <laughs> anyway right.
1: sorry so
0: he, 93 years old he dies um
1: Wait, the father or the son? The, the son. The, okay. the father's long dead. Okay, okay. I don't Fantastic. think he's, no, he's, gone. He's, no, gone. he's he's gone. He's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, this is it's it's this metal coffee pot. I'm gonna show you guys a picture. I know we're we're doing an audio podcast. Oh yeah, That's exactly saying,
1: what I thought. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Those, right. yeah. Yeah. So
0: um the so the guy dies and he his his request was that um when and they've sold like two hundred million mochas internationally. People have ripped them off. You know, these things are go from anywhere from twenty bucks and like a, a, a knockoff to like three hundred and fifty dollars for like a really, really nice one. So this guy dies and he decides that he wants his ashes inside a very very large mocha pot. Oh man. <laughs> so he, he dies his, his his children, put him in this mocha pot. Um and I'm showing you the picture
1: right now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, if just oh search, search up search Mocha Pot
0: News CNN.com. it's on
1: there. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> can we put these links on our like on our we Twitter can, feed? We can. Uh, like when you put the stabbing monkey and yes, the, the guy being buried a pot, we
0: will get these 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 things. <laughs> That's here. something we need yes. to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> my, my question, like that, I ask for you is. If you were to die and and you <laughs> couldn't be put in, in, a, in a casket and you couldn't be put in, like, a regular, like, urn, what would you want to be put in? Have you seen the thing?
1: Uh, I love that you have an answer. Right? I <laughs> do. I, I, I've thought about this because okay. I, I don't... I, I don't know if I like the idea of like people staring at my dead body. I know I pro- I'm not there, and I probably I'm not gonna. People care. don't like to
0: stare at your live body. <laughs> well,
1: that's very true. I don't. Well, rimshot. <laughs> yeah, rimshot. Well done. So Michael's quick on the take tonight, as my wife is gonna listen to this and go, yeah, pretty much. Um, so the thing where you can, there's a company where you can be put your ashes inside uh, a pot with. Um, a seed for a tree and Um, you become a tree. I don't know. I know that sounds cheesy and I think there's something kind of interesting and poetic. My my luck is I would get run over by a lawnmower after about <laughs> six it's months. Just, it's just a metaphor for my yeah, life. Yeah, I'd be I mean nothing more than a seedling <laughs> and some <laughs> idiot comes along with a scythe or something. Like Swat.
0: Your, your kids walking in the field and see, see that dead trouble right. over there. Or there's so
1: much dog pee on it that it kills me after, immediately. Like <laughs> can um, treat a dog park. Yeah, right, right. So, but I, I don't know. I kind of like that. Alright, Matt. Well, my initial gut reaction is one of two things. Either something music-oriented, like get buried in a guitar case or something. Music's been a pretty important part of my life. and Or um, maybe buried in an amp or something like that. I'm not really <laughs> sure how you pull that off. but Or, uh, <laughs> this makes me sound like a raging alcoholic, being buried in like a nice bottle of scotch. With the scotch still in it? It is a complete waste of scotch. No, I probably drink... <laughs> It'd, it'd probably be an empty scotch bottle I'd dedicate, dedicate the scotch to one of you guys and you take care of it and then you can bury me in it I don't know I know that sounds really like I'm an alcoholic but like scotch is I really enjoy scotch scotch, so, scotch, so scotch. I, yeah. that'll be what we're drinking at some point on a number yeah. of these probably so, I really don't it, it, gun to my head I'd probably go something musical just because in a tuba no <laughs> and then when somebody blows it it's ashes go everywhere <laughs> 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 Um, I love that we did
0: hand gestures for it. we
1: did <laughs> for the podcast. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know it's the full experience. Um, I don't really have an answer for what I would be buried in. What'd you ask? I don't know. I didn't think about. I like Brad's how about one of those
1: satanic red Starbucks cups from Christmas? Oh gosh,
0: let's not talk about <clears throat> it. Let's not. No, I, can't. I literally can't even. <laughs> um, uh, do you have
1: to write "Merry Christmas" on it? No. <laughs> Well, we'll discuss that around Christmas next year because it'll happen. It'll happen again. So we'll we'll get there. Oh man,
0: Um, I don't know what I would do. Uh, Probably my Planet of the
1: Apes head. Just
0: (laughs) stick it in there. And and we come back around full circle. (laughs) And there it is. There it is. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. So. That was in the news feed. Now we're going to transition into a little segment we call Further Up, Further In. It's where we're going to uh, discuss one deeper topic. Um, we may have an interview that may go here if somebody wants to be interviewed by us or wants to even talk to us. Um, it also is, a, is an opportunity, for, if there's something that you want us to discuss, um, reach out to us on social media, and um, we will maybe take it into consideration. We'll think about it. We'll pray about it. Um, <laughs> Um, but, uh, so, so the, 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 question is, so, so we, we, um, all three of us grew up in the church <coughs> and, um, have experience like serving, being a part of the church and we're, we're all three in, in kind of a, a spot where we're not doing that, where we're, um, not actively in a church.
1: Um, or really inactively in a church. We're or in a in church a, at all, really. We're, we're,
0: mm-hmm. we're not doing the thing mm-hmm. that we should be doing, or that we were raised that we should be doing, that our mom told us to do. Mm-hmm. Hi, Debbie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Matt and Brad's, <coughs> Matt and Brad's mom. Um, and the question is, um, are we even Christian anymore? And if not, what are we? And then does it even matter?
1: How long, mm. how long do we have? Yeah. <laughs> We've got... As long as we want? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, full disclosure, work. this is something that we actually, we don't discuss ahead of time, but we just say this is what we're going to discuss, so we'll be thinking about it. Um, I've been thinking about this question. Um, I do a lot of driving for work. I fix espresso machines now, so I drive all over the state of Indiana and then Kentucky, parts of Kentucky and... It's soon to be parts of Illinois. So, so do I've I. done uh, I've done forty thousand miles. This is Brad, by the way. I've done forty thousand miles since the beginning of August. So I have a lot of time to think. Um, so I've been thinking about this question. Uh, I don't know that you can even answer it without defining the word Christian. Um, you know, when you've got a day and age when I mean, just literally anybody that's been like I'm a Christian. I mean, if you you take a poll. In America, I don't even know what the the numbers are. It's at this astronomical. Point. I mean, it's crazy. People claim to be Christian, and the reality is that's just not the case. I mean, Donald Trump is saying he's a Christian. Donald Trump's not. I mean, come on. Nobody in the right mind thinks that Donald Trump is actually a Christian. There's so, actually
0: a rise in people saying that they're not Christian. Right. So the numbers are way down. Oh sure,
1: sure, but. Um, more often than not, more likely than not, if somebody's they'll say I'm a Christian. So, like, it means nothing anymore. I mean, it really doesn't. That word yeah. means literally nothing. Well, it means nothing. It means everything. Right. right. It can mean anything. I mean, right. you can say anything. Right. You're a Christian. Well. So,
0: I mean, I, there's there's the extent of, um, you know, the Westboro Baptist to, um, you know, yeah. Rob Bell. Right. And anything. Lamont, like, right. Um, and even, you know, people I don't even know that... that are somewhere more extreme on either side of that, you know, the KKK is, says they're a Christian
1: mm, sure. organization.
0: Yeah. So to say where you're at in that, it's such a wide, yeah, yeah. wide spanning, like gap of people. Yeah, it's, it's nothing in everything. What does it mean? It's, it's completely, yeah, yeah. it's
1: become completely meaningless in any sense that you use it, because you have to, you have to unpack all the baggage that comes with that. Each person, yeah, you do. I mean, you have to get into background, like who, where they came from, and who they grew up with, and where they grew up in. I mean, geography plays a huge role in that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, that's what people don't understand as far as how much geography and upbringing plays a role in everything like that. I mean, if we're born in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, we're not Christian. You're Muslim. You're a Muslim, and that's just if you're born in India, you're a Hindu. Exactly. I mean, and so. I don't know. I guess kind of coming back to the the original question is, if somebody asked me what what are you, what do you identify as, I'm not even sure how to answer it for myself because I'm not. If the if if what it means to be a Christian is, um, you go to church, you read your Bible every day, you pray, you and I actually pray a lot when I'm driving. Um, I actually think that a lot of times when you're think, I mean, thinking about God as praying, and thinking about spiritual things is prayer. I do that a lot. Um, like that's even Curtis Chapman's song, "Let Us Pray." Yeah, that's not. No. Let us pray. Not. Let us pray. Yeah, I don't know that song. Every moment gonna, of the day. Yeah, I'm never going to listen to that yeah. song. Um, you know, and if it means, uh, if it means those things, if it means you have to do those things, if you have to go to church, if you have to read your Bible all the time, if you have to do, uh, then no, I'm not. Um, frankly, I don't really want to identify with about 85% of the American Church. I have no interest in identifying with any of that. So if, if that's what somebody means when they ask, "Hey, Brad, are you a Christian?" no, I'm not. But I, the original if you look at the original intent, original meaning of what the word Christian was, I mean it meant in the New Testament is actually kind of a slander against people. oh, you're a Christian. It was like you're a little Christ, you're one of those people. Um, it admits somebody that cares for the poor and in, in about injustice and uh, tries to model their entire life around the life of Christ. And I, I try to do that. So I guess if that's, I mean, it, it takes, you wouldn't think there'd be a whole lot of crossover between, you know, living that sort of life while fixing espresso machines. But we have a lot of opportunity to screw people over in that job. And we just don't. I, I can't do it. I mean, it just that, you know, to try to live like Christ. Um, compels me to be honest. It compels me to do the best job that I can possibly do when that machine is sitting in front of me. Or, uh, it compels me to uh, be a affable, friendly person when I'm talking to baristas and managers and even customers. Sometimes customers say, "Hey, you know, that's cool." And so we talk while I'm working. You know, whatever. It compels me to do all those things. Um, So if if what you mean is somebody that tries to model their life around the life of Jesus, then yes. And so, you know, kind of for me, leading up to the the last part of that question being, does it matter? No and yes, it matters completely. Yeah. Um, You know, if what you mean by it's the original sort of American intent, then no, I don't think it matters at all. I mean, if it's just a punch your ticket to heaven thing... Um, yeah, if it's just something you sign on to, if it's just something, well, I did these rituals and now I'm a Christian, then no, it doesn't matter at all. Um, you th- know, but if it means living living like Christ, being love, compassion, um, a life of peace and joy, which man, I have more peace and more joy in my life now than I think I've ever had in 36 years, um, yeah, so if it means that, then it means everything. Yeah, if it matters, it matters completely. Um, but there's Muslims doing that. there's Hindus doing that. There's atheists doing that. there's you know what I mean? Yeah, so in one sense, no, it doesn't matter, but in the other sense, I think it matters it more than anything. Yeah. so
0: I think w- whenever I so I, I don't generally have this conversation. like uh, I don't like, hey, I'm a Christian, right you know, like, that's right. not something I go up and say to people. but you know, sometimes people find out or they they ask the question of, so you're a Christian, um, what does that mean? And I, I, I find that more times than not, I I try to explain what I'm not versus what I am. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not a Republican. I'm not necessarily a Democrat either. I mean, I've voted for both parties, but that said, like, I'm neither, neither. Um, and maybe that's a question we'll get into later about whether or not Christians should even vote. I think that's one of the topics we're talking about in the future. Mm-hmm. But, um... But for me, I have to explain. You know, I don't hate people. I don't. I don't judge people. Right. I don't. Um, you know, I don't burn down abortion buildings, and I don't condone that either. Um, so it, I spend more time talking about what kind of Christian I'm not than what kind of Christian. And I it's am. It's almost a double
1: negative. Like I'm not anti. Yes. I'm
0: not. Yeah, I'm not one of those Christians, and and, yeah. and I would venture to say that every Christian is probably said, I'm not one of those Christians about something. So it's, it's really hard. Like, I did a... Yeah, there's
1: somebody out there saying, I'm not one of those Christians about, like, Rob Bell. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Right. And, and there are people that are saying they're not one of those Christians about, um, you know, Pat Robertson. Right. Like, I'm one of the... I'm not one of the Pat Robertson Christians. Um, but I think... I think more than anything, um, it, it's... In this day and age, we have to say what well, we're not. We're not one of the narrow-minded um, people who literally just
1: drive off the Man, Isn't that awful, though? Like, that's so awful. I think that's one of the things that, this is going to sound terrible, that I've enjoyed about not being part of the church. Yeah. It gives me some distance on that. I mean, it's certainly not, I don't know, I mean, there's there might probably, I don't know, be a time where uh, my wife and I have had... A number of conversations about what we're going to do in the future as far as church yeah. um and we that's a question i was <laughs> at, the, ask too. at the end of that at the end of that conversation every time we just kind of shrug our shoulders and go know." Oh, well, yeah. i don't know uh, yeah. at some point i mean i'm not i'm not closing that door but one of the nice things about being sort of away from is like i'm able to sort of disassociate myself from that and i was a pastor for almost 15 years you can't do that there's no disassociating from anything like yeah you know it is astounding when you are a pastor going to, you are know, getting in any conversation, what do you do? And it was like this almost worthy, like, oh, I have to actually tell them. Because as soon as you do, they automatically think you're Reverend Lovejoy from The Simpsons. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. You know, and oh, so then you, you do spend the rest of, you know, the rest of your conversation trying to talk about how you're not like that. Yeah. and it's and I, sad like you can't ever get into what you're for it's always what you're not and
0: once you once you open that that pandora's box man like people like not all people but some people like try to mind what they say like oh i'm not gonna curse around you or i'm not gonna oh, I've heard that. i'm not oh, gonna
1: yeah. tell yeah. dirty jokes around you not Why that kids do that in high school when i like, go to oh. high school for lunch as a youth minister i'd sit down at the table and they'd be like oh you're there's Oh, the youth the people. Youth I mean, people still do that to me when they find out I was a minister. Yeah, I, mean, like, I know. Like, I remember. Oh, I'm sorry, I said it, no, dude. Really, seriously, you're fine. After man. I left youth ministry, I worked in a factory for a year and a half, and I'll never forget my first day. What'd you do before this? And I was like, oh no, <laughs> I was a youth pastor. Oh man, I'm sorry. Like I was saying, <laughs> like it's like, and so I literally just let a string of about five or six cuss words go, <laughs> and I said, "Can we move on now?". I mean, literally, I did, and they were like. Kind of laughed like, you know, like can we just talk like normal human beings now? Yeah. Um, because you have to do that. It's sad that you have to do that. And I think on my end of things, like, like I feel like, like, you know, we all three grew up in the church. Like I've literally been in church nearly every day of my Mm -hmm. life for thirty eight, thirty. I'm thirty nine now, but for thirty eight plus years. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I haven't been in church since May. In any kind of church since May of 2015. So how many months is that? For like nine months, ish. And like for me, it was just like, man, I just like, I really enjoy not going right now because I've been there every day, every week, every week, sometimes multiple times a week. Five
0: six. If you're if you're working there, it's five or six days. Right. I mean, I spent you know from
1: 1999 to 2007 working full time. In the church, and it was my job. There was never a break from it. Like, so then the, the, I spent, you know, eight, eight and a half years working in a factory. And now I'm working for, the, you know, doing the same thing Brad's doing. Um, but, you know, as far as like the, the question we originally asked about, you know, am I even a Christian anymore? You know, Pete Holmes, I listen to Pete Holmes' podcast, um, a wonderful comedian. He's hilarious. But he talks about being basically a, spiritually Christ leaning um, and you know it's kind of goes along with what Brad was saying earlier about you trying to live each day the way Christ led his life because if you do that like that that kind of life leads to what Brad you know, leads to a, a, a certain kind of joy and a certain kind of completeness in your being and, and it doesn't fix everything and that and we can get into that at some point too probably it doesn't fix everything it doesn't make everything all better doesn't mean that life's not going to kick you in the teeth. It doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be a hunky dory. It's not Joel Osteen prosperity gospel. It's not anything like that. It's, but there is something to it, and so so for me, and and, and I think if you go back to what uh, everything that Jesus taught, it had to do with what it means to be a full, complete, alive human being. Yeah, I mean more than anything, that's what he did. Is it's like this is this is how. We'll, this is how reality works, right? This is how God's reality works. Well, when he said I'm the way the truth and the life, it wasn't a religious statement about a, in, about ex- exclusivity. No, it was a statement about life. It was an life. unbelievably inclusive statement. I'm the way the truth yeah. and the life. Like if you want to see God, if you want to be connected to that divine reality, that way of life, this is the way to do it. Yeah. You follow this path. Right. It just had nothing to do with like Make sure you sign on the dotted line with me, or you're screwed. Yeah. I this is the way to do it. This is the way for to, for love, joy. What Paul would then say: the fruit of the spirit—love, sure. joy, peace, yeah, patience, sure. kind—you of, know the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I was thinking about that. As I was thinking about this question, I was thinking about that statement: of I'm the way, the truth, and life," and it's it's true. Mm-hmm. Like I found that to be so true. But it's only since I've been really outside of the church that I've really started to internalize that. And that sounds so weird. I mean, people think that pastors, oh, I mean, you guys are, like, super close to God. By and large, yes, probably sort of. not the case. <laughs> yeah. Because pastors are so busy doing everything else, God takes a back seat. And we say God things. We mm-hmm. we did God things, whatever that means. You know, we visited we helped, the sick in the helped hospital. helped other people do God we things. We helped other people do God things. And, yeah. and as far as... You know the dirty little secret. Well, one of the million of dirty little secrets of the uh, American when you church. talk about dirty little secrets. Do, I, know <laughs> I know you do, Michael. Uh, you know one of the one of the secrets of the American church that's just sort of pushed aside is that there are a lot of pastors that don't even believe in God. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, yeah. Like, oh, sure. and, and they would never say it. They'd never admit it. But they're up there preaching, and what? they don't believe a, a freaking word that they're saying. And I think I, mean, I think all of us, have, all three of us, have been through that. Sure. I, mean, I think we've all wrestled with the very idea of. What is, what is going on? Sure, like for sure, is this even like remotely anything? Anything? Mm-hmm. And, and and to go back to what you were saying about, <clears throat> you know, the what kind of both those, all three of us were saying about you know just living, Jesus being the kind of person that showed us what life is supposed to look like. It's not just Christians who are finding that out. I mean, there are Hindus and Buddhists and atheists, and there are people who are actually living that reality out, but calling it something completely different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. well and, and, you we, know, and that gets into the whole issue of, you know, the universal nature of God and the cosmic Christ and all. we can talk about that down the road, but right. so I don't want to discuss it too much here. But I mean, like there are people who are doing that because at the end of the day you have you know, when scripture talks about Jesus being from the very beginning, it means from the very beginning he was present and so he permeates all of history. Yeah, I worked I worked at when I worked at Macy's for I don't know it was like 4 months but it was entirely too long. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a few yeah, saw, years I ago. I sold cars for 3 months I felt this uh, a few years ago and uh, I worked with a Muslim guy that kind of opened my eyes to this. It's really one of the things that kind of started to shift my thinking. Like he was the he was so kind and gentle mm-hmm. and joyful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it, I you know, and this was this was you know, a few years removed from 9/11. But every you know, once nine eleven hit, Islam took center stage and it's really kind of stayed center stage as far as where we can direct our hate. Um but that was sarcasm. Yes. <clears throat> but uh He's laying it on pretty thick. But <clears> he <throat> really started it really changed he really helped change my perspective. Wonderful guy. guys in Harris. Um Hi Harris. Yeah. <laughs> just he Harris, if you're listening to this, thank you. Yeah. Just a wonderful guy. Wonderful, wonderful guy. Um and you know, I've thought about him a lot in the years between here and there. Um, I'm like he's he's living like Christ. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what he calls it. You know, we may get into this more at some point. I'm sure we will. But the idea in Hebrew thinking, which is what Jesus was, and what every writer, almost every writer of the New Testament was, and the Old Testament. Um, Hebrew thinking, you know, the idea of a name, you know, we focus so much on the name of Jesus. You know, you do these things in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, we're two or three together together in my name, I'm there. And so all we do is we think that you just have to say Jesus or say you're a Christian, and all of a sudden it sort of magically baptizes anything you do or say. And if you don't say that, it doesn't matter what your behavior is, whether you're living like Jesus or not. Well, you don't actually, you know, you don't talk about Jesus, so, you know, screw you so but the idea of a name in hebrew thinking was character i mean jesus's name in hebrew was yeshua it literally means salvation so you know when jesus is saying where two or three are gathered together in my name i'm there it's when people are gathered together like with his character love peace compassion grace When those when people are of whatever denomination, whatever religion or no religion, you're gathered together in that vein. You can call that Christian. You can call it Christian, and so once again, going back to the the discussion of what does it even mean to be a Christian, to live like Christ, and you can do that regardless of what you're proclaiming, like what name you give to it. What and this is where I'm sure Christians are that may listen to this are already checking out. Because it just sounds like, well, you know, so you're saying that it's all universal. Well, yeah.
0: Christ died for everyone.
1: Right. Or he either died for everyone or nobody. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. But, you know, people, I mean, I've known some wonderful agnostic people and atheist people that are more Christ-like than some of the Christians I know. And, I mean, it, as a pastor, I mean, most pastors would tell you this and this has been true for my life, some of the worst things that have ever been said to me and done to me were done by Christians.
0: For sure. I think what, what sets us apart, our, our, our version of Christianity, um, is that the, the Christianity that we grew up with w- was focused on um, life after death, mm-hmm. whereas the Christianity that I think Jesus lives out and, and that we read about in the, in the New Testament is has a focus of um, life after before death, sure. what we do here in the now, sure. how we sure. bring heaven to earth now. Your kingdom that's come, all your will was. be done yeah. on earth as sure. it is in heaven. Sure. So, um, yeah, I think I, I think that's a, probably a good place to wrap up for now because we could probably go on and on and yes, on we could. and on and on. Um, so thank you for indulging us on, on the on the further up further in section, uh, as I so eloquently coined it earlier, the F U F I. We gotta top that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go, we gotta top that somehow. Um, um, so we're, this is the next section would be where we have feedback. So um, listener feedback for you guys to to really um, reach back out to us, and, and I realize the first few. Episodes we have, we're not going to have any feedback. Checking so, Twitter, so. still nothing, <laughs> still nothing, <laughs> nothing. On Twitter. Um, but but this would be a chance for, for uh, us to talk about what you guys are saying about us, to us, with us. Um, um, but really quickly, I want to um, um, encourage you all to rate us on iTunes. Um, the more ratings we get on iTunes, the more visibility on iTunes... Um, the more the word gets out about the podcast. So share this. Rate us on on uh, iTunes. Um, and then we're going to create a hashtag for this specific episode. So every episode that we do, we're going to create a unique hashtag. So if you get to the end of this podcast, if you've listened to us for you know, the last 40 minutes. Congratulations. Congratulations. You win. You should um, have a badge. And <laughs> you get a badge. Um We're going to give you a hashtag, and what do you guys think the hashtag should be this session, Drunk Monkey. Yes. Hashtag Drunk Monkey. I
1: think that's automatic. All right. So we're going to... pretty much a (laughs) no-brainer.
0: Yeah, let's... Okay. I was going to say maybe we should do hashtag Drunk Monkey Punch. Ah! (laughs) Ha!
1: it sounds like something you put on urban dictionary All right, let, let's just do let's
0: just do drunk monkey um, and then what you can do is uh tweet that at us or instagram it I, we don't even have instagram tweet it to us put Not it man. on your on our facebook wall um on Insta- on twitter we're at uh, oh man i don't remember what it, what our twitter is
1: <laughs> This is a very professional podcast. Oh, my gosh. We have got to, uh, <laughs> you guys have hitched your heart to the right horse.
0: Uh, I think it's... Um, uh,
1: Pastards Podcast. Pastards Podcast. P-A-S-T-E-R-D-S Podcast. Pastards P-S-T-E-R-D-S. with an E yeah.
0: podcast. And then um, on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, hit us up on there. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And then we also have our individual um, Twitters. Mine is at MJ Basinger
1: and mine Brad is at Polly named Brad and mine I have mine first is Polly named Matt so, <laughs> so Polly named Matt I'm going to go ahead and, and dispute that, that no, first. there's no disputing that uh, okay
0: and I'm uh, at uh, MJ Basinger B-A-Y-S-I-N-G-E-R um, and then at Pastors Podcast so with that the last little bit of our, our <laughs> of our favorite podcast. part of the evening. How we're going to sign off every 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 episode, hopefully until until we're dead, <clears throat> um, is we're going to fire somebody into the sun.
1: <laughs> and this is somebody that deserves to be fired into the sun, into a black hole, into fired out of an airlock, fired out of an airlock <laughs> without <laughs> a helmet, fired into the hurricane of Jupiter, something like that.
0: So so. People are gonna say this is unchristian,
1: and it is, and it is. Mm. We we agree. This is all
0: in in good fun. Like we wish uh, we don't
1: actually wish this person dead. We okay? don't we don't
0: want him dead. Like we love um, everyone.
1: If it's possible, to fire somebody into the sun without killing them, we would do that. Just
0: just just enough to like burn their arm hairs off. Like <laughs> or in not this much case, into the sun. The
1: horrid horrid hair. Okay, so we're
0: <laughs> no spoilers. All right. So with that, we wish you all a. a a uh, great evening, and we leave you with, uh, um, yeah, I'm going Have a good, good I, I wouldn't say day, night, but evening, good day. Whatever, wherever whatever you're listening. at, whatever time. Uh, here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Donald Trump.